Welcome back to the show. There's no telling where we'll go. So come and share a laugh on the Imp and Skiz podcast. So you've had a bit of a rough start to Hermitcraft, huh? That's the cold open there. Yep. <laughs> Let's just get into it, man. Like, wow. It's first yeah. of first week, Hermitcraft. You had roofers. You had uh, preparing for your sabbatical at work. Which means extra load of work. Yeah, yeah, which means you basically have to train somebody to be you while you're gone. Yeah. Right? And then you're excited. You get a few weeks off, like a month, a month and a half, something like that. And you get to finally find out what it's like to be a full-time content creator only for your like first day on the, the job, the new job, <laughs> to get hit with shingles. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I made a joke about it. Wow. In, in, the, uh, <laughs> in the latest episode. Impeccable timing, man. Yeah. Impeccable timing. That's just got to be super frustrating. So let's yeah. let's talk about it a little bit because today's topic is patience is a virtue. And I can only imagine you're going to have to have a little bit of patience now as you try to recover from this. You, you currently have shingles. The man sitting next to me yeah. currently has shingles. <laughs> okay. I feel like I should be worried. <laughs> well, you don't have to be worried about you because I we talked about this. You've had chicken pox, so mm-hmm. you're not at risk of catching or whatever. Um, yeah, this is your, this is, you're correct. I'm having to exercise a, a great deal of patience right now. It's because it's frustrating. I've been very excited and, and looking forward to this for a long time. But I think that the story you just told um, is probably pretty common among a lot of people who have been uh, overworked for a long time and, and just, and then they get that break and they get sick on their break. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's just, the body is very fascinating like that. The body's like, Oh, we're taking a break. Okay, good. Listen, I've had this illness we got to take care yeah. of right now. So you thought you were going to relax or maybe go on vacation or do whatever. And the body has a different plan for you. So, um, it was weird cause it was, uh, Tuesday last, uh, and I don't know why I'm talking like a farmer, but you and I went to go yonder. We went to, yeah, you and I went out to take care of an errand and, and you came and picked me up and I got in the car gingerly. You're like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. And so it, when that was, uh, five days ago and I was like, I, I don't know, like, I don't know. And something, and I started to explain the pain I was feeling and here and there. And, and then, uh, I went to uh stream later that day. We both did. We streamed mm-hmm. together. And it was during the, I only made it an hour and the pain started to onset really bad. And I started to notice a rash. And even my, my people in chat are just, are you kidding me? 3000 people and like 200, 2,997 of them were like, you have shingles. I'm like, yeah. who needs the hospitals or, or WebMD is amazing. So Twitch MD. Yeah. The uh, Twitch MD. Yeah. <laughs> just stream. Be like, here's my symptoms. Tell me what's wrong. I, with I me. had no idea that I was, I broadcasted nothing but doctors. It was impressive. But lo and behold, I went to urgent care and it was instant. And, and the doctor, too, was like, he looked at the rash and he looked at, and now the thing is, shingles has a propensity to navigate towards either the left or the right side of the body um, because it kind of like emanates out from the spine from what I understand, right? This was a little bit more centered, but sort of left-leaning. And then now as more rash has presented itself, it is clearly on the left and all the pain's clearly on the left. So he, uh, this doctor was like, it looks like you have shingles and let me take a picture and send it to a colleague. So he did that. He's like, 100%. So we're going to treat you for, for shingles. So that's what I've been doing. But um, the bottom line is the the pain has been pretty outstanding, and the meds they give give me are keep me pretty loopy. So I specifically didn't take any this morning, <laughs> which means you're sitting here in more pain than you should be. Yeah, the meds. I think I don't actually know if the meds um, subdue the pain or not. I think they do, um, but I, I don't know. They could. All I know is that I got the meds and I started taking them right away. So, the, but, but here's what's important: we're talking about patience today, and we I would like us to talk 
a lot about the two main hemispheres to patients that I see, and there could be others that I'm obviously more than willing to get your take on. But one is patients with yourself and patients with things that you expect out of your own life Mm -hmm. and being patient about things to come. And the other one is exercising patients to another human or another another animal or whatever, just exercising patients for an external entity. Uh, Let's start with the first one. Yeah, that's why I brought up. Yeah, that's why I brought the whole thing up, because you had to been super excited to dive into the deep end of being a full time content creator and and just like start knocking out some amazing content as a as a brand new Hermitcraft member. And now this has slowing you down quite a bit. Like you're only able to spend a little bit of time here and there uh, logged into the server and recording before it, th- you're overcome with with kind of the pain that you're in. And you can't I guess sitting is hard for you. That's so. what makes it weird. You can get uh, shingles uh, on, I, I think, anywhere on the body, I think. I'm not really sure exactly how that works. Um, but I got, I feel lucky. You can get it in your eye. You can lose your eyesight and the whole thing. Everybody, if you've had chicken pox, you now have shingles. It just It's in your body. It lies dormant. And you need to take care of yourself and not become overstressed or whatever because something could. I'll be honest with you. I had no idea I was over, that overstressed. I didn't know. Oh, I did. Yeah. The last 10 podcasts have been about your stress and dealing with stuff at no, work. No, they have not. No, they have not. That's not cool, have they? It's come up a lot. All right. All right. Hey. I'm, being, I'm being a little over top with that comment. No, but, but hey, that's... It, it has come up a lot. It All definitely right. has. I, I think everybody that's listened to the podcast knows that you had a lot of uh, stress in your life. And so they could have easily seen this one coming. All right. That's fair. But, that's fair. So I've been trying to just calm my mind and... Uh, and just do that. Like I said, I didn't know that I was that stressed. And and I also, I mean, I just want to be very transparent here. I also drank a good amount on Super Bowl night. And I think I yeah. brought down my immune system pretty well. Plus, having MS doesn't mean you have a great immune system. So here we are. It's the perfect storm. And I, it could be argued I brought it on myself. And it could be a lot worse. But it doesn't negate from the fact that this is very frustrating because I wanted to use my time off of work to really lean into this work. And I I can't sit too long. Yeah. And it's like you were saying, and, and so I find myself like during that stream, you see me tuck in my elbow and push up because there's something about using my like my torso that oh. just hurts. So when I'm reclined, I'm fine. Um, even standing for great periods, I can kind of you I know, feel like we should have got some zero gravity chairs yeah. for this for this podcast. <laughs> you know, we just kick back in zero gravity chairs. Put, put the yeah, put the cameras, the cameras on the ceiling. The ceiling. <laughs> yeah, could have yeah. done that. Uh, sorry, no. I wasn't uh, I wasn't considering. Oh, stop today. it. No, this is this is fine. Uh, it's but I do. I want to also take an opportunity to say, like, this has been good for me. This has been good for me. Right. The body, the body talks to you. And, and it's, it's crazy. I yeah. could just it, I could just imagine being like so frustrated I, at the world. I was, I if was, I was put first. in your position. I was at first. I really was. I, I was I was frustrated. We all have reasons to get frustrated. And I was I was like, I've been I've been wanting this for so long and, and I'm hitting the ground running. And for the record. I'm being oddly, I don't understand it. I'm very grateful and I'm sure it's the new guy and, and it'll wear off, but I'm being very well received by the hermits and by the community. And I feel very blessed. Um, I don't understand it because the things that you guys do is just it's so beyond me, but I'm having a great time. And the next thing I know, I just started and I have to stop. You know what I mean? After all mm-hmm. the, I mean, years and years of, of, you know, doing other great things and wanting a moment like this, and here we are, and the first three videos are just doing so great. I even made a joke about this in my third video, knowing it's going to be hard for me to get back at the computer. But here's what the hermits did. is the hermits who are working their butts off, making content, making the server great, and I'm the new guy, have said, just 
take it easy. And, and, and one of them even, you know, I'm just, I, I, I'm just going to say his name. Scar even reached out to me privately and said, dude, we're the hermits are always going to be here for you. Like it was so touching. Take your time. You know what I mean? And so it was very, um, it was, I was, I realized I'm the one putting the pressure on me, but there's also the logic of the matter is that you, you want to strike while the iron's hot and Mm -hmm. the iron's going to cool down. And that's just the way it works. And I've got to be okay with that. I've got to exercise patience and be at peace with the fact that, uh, the iron is red hot and I can't strike it as, as hard as I'd like to, but Maybe there's a reason for that. Make a bit out of it. So I made a bit out of it. And I'll come back and we'll see what kind of storyline I can come up with that is has to do with me having come back. Maybe I won't come up. I have no idea. What I do know is that if I want to consider myself a professional in this field, then I need to not let things like this tear me down. I need to make a bit out of it. I need to uh, heed the advice of the hermits who are saying, just relax, we'll mm-hmm. be here, and and come back and be able to actually uh, provide. Yeah. You know? And the community will understand, you know, I mean, like now you've been vocal and they know what you're going through. And Scar has had many uh, trials and tribulations himself uh, throughout yeah. his, his career. And yeah, yeah. Has, it, has it slowed down his growth a little bit? Yeah, it did. But what's he supposed to do? You know, what I mean, right. like that's you just you have to come to a conclusion that it's out of your hands. You yes. know what I mean, there's nothing that you can do about it. So now you need to just make the best of it the best you can. And, you know, that's what Scar's done with with this as it's come up with his health issues throughout his career. And and now you're kind of experiencing the same thing. So for Scar to reach out and give you advice, there's no one better to right. get advice from that understands exactly how you feel and what you're going through and how these thoughts of, you know, am I going to lose viewers because I'm taking a, a little bit of a break between episodes because I need to heal? Like, he knows exactly what that feels right. like. And so I, I would definitely recommend continuing to have that dialogue with him back and forth to help you kind of get through this. Because, like I said, I can't imagine how frustrating that would be to, to be like, this is it. This is my time. And then to be hit with this external factor that, I mean, yeah, you said maybe it was partly your fault. I don't think so. No, nobody could have been like, if you do that, then this will happen. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. that's that's not a thing. It just, it just was bad timing. And, I mean, it's never good timing to get something like shingles, <laughs> sure, obviously. Yeah. But the fact that this point in your life was like something that you were really, really looking forward to and is a big deal for you for it to hit right now is, uh, is, is pretty, pretty terrible timing. It's bad timing. Yeah. And, and you're right. It's smart to listen to the advice of somebody like Scar because he really is, um, he understands the trials and tribulations on such a colossal level Mm -hmm. that for me to not listen to him could be identified as nothing other than completely foolish. So I'm grateful for his words and I am listening and I am going to be patient. I am going to do that. And let's call it, yes, it's bad timing, but I mean, it could happen. It would be worse if it happened a month from now and I'm on my, I'm on, I'm traveling to the East coast or I'm on a cruise with my wife. Like, like uh, that would be awful, you yeah. know? So it could also be argued that this is maybe the best time it could have happened. Like it's unfortunate. Something's got to suffer. I get it, but it could be argued that this is the best time that it could have happened. And it, and also I can't say it enough. It could have been far worse, but I do find myself embracing patience now, um, deliberately and, I'm, I don't feel as frustrated as I did five days ago, right? This has been uh, an, a kind of a journey, if you will, right? And mm-hmm. my, my, my wife has been traveling because she's a cheer coach, and they have these competitions. Uh, and so I've been home alone, which is, is, is fine, but it's me and the zoo, right? My five dogs and, and, my, and my two cats, and the cats are obviously easy. But the dogs, one of them has got some great Dane in him. This is Draximus Sous Chef Maximus, and he's got 
uh, he's got a little bit of Great Dane in him. He's the biggest dog I have and the youngest. So he's basically, I basically have a baby giraffe in my house. <laughs> like he is, it's amazing how big this dog is. And he is just the cutest and wildest thing in the world. Well, we buy these dog beds. They don't last 24 hours. And he, and before he's like got cut a hole in them and then he pulls the stuffing out. And mm -hmm. it's just this constant thing. Well, that was stressing me out several weeks ago. You know what I mean? It was just like, God, how many times I got to sweep this up? You know what I mean? Sweep this up, clean it up, clean it all up, bust him. Listen, no, no, no. Why don't you chew on one of the other 75 toys that we have, you know? And then I put it back and I leave the room. I come back, there's stuffing everywhere. So it, it can get like frustrating, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm, I, I can't, I can't let that stuff stress me out anymore. Mm -hmm. So the other day I came downstairs and there was stuffing everywhere. And it's just, it's just stuffing from these beds that are like, there's these cheap beds. And my dogs just were like, the happiest things in the world. And I'm like, I, this literally bothers me not at all. It will take me five minutes to sweep this up. What was I getting so worked up about? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So th that's actually the second half of, of patience is, is being patient with somebody else, yeah. right? Finding a way to be patient uh, with somebody else. But but this is this has been an interesting journey. And, and I'd like to hear your take on what it is to be patient with yourself because you're not, an oh, like you are very patient. You're actually, you're not, more patient- you're Towards interesting. Others. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I don't know if you're, you're, you're very patient with others mm -hmm. to a, to a degree like anybody, but you're not super patient with yourself. No, <laughs> no. That's why I was like, when, no. when, when, so this is, you know, what, this is a topic that you came up with and I think it's a really good one. Especially it's actually Petrus's idea, oh, okay. which I was like, right. oh, it's a good one. Yeah. But it fits. It's still fitting right now with what, what you're going through. Yeah. And when you, when you kind of, you, you know, because we talked during the during the week, and it's like, okay, what do you want to, what do you want to do on this podcast, the next podcast that we're going to record? And you brought this up, and I was like, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, we're going to talk about patience, or what do you think about it? And I was like, ooh, okay, well, this fit, this is good because it's fitting for you. But I'm like, at the same time, I know I have very little patience when it comes to like things that I want to have happen for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what it is. And, and it's it's like it's stupid stuff too. You know, it's like. Like you had to get a new computer. Like your computer's taking a, a poopy on you, yeah. and uh, it, and that's not Watch good. Watch your when you're... mouth, dude. I'm gonna bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good when you're a content creator and that kind of stuff is going on. Right. And so, you know, it, it, you had to order a new computer, and and they're they're like, oh, it's gonna take four to six weeks or whatever. And in my mind, I was going, that's way too long. Like that's way too long. I couldn't I couldn't deal with that. The problem needs to be fixed right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wouldn't. I could not just sit back and wait four to six weeks for my problem to be solved. And I would, I would have been like, forget that. I'm going to go to Best Buy right now and get it. So they have it right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's just like, because that's what I am. I, I don't have a lot of patience for that stuff. And uh, you know, if, if there's something that I, I want to have happen in my life, I, I, I need to go do it right now. You yeah. know what I mean? I can't, I can't wait. Um, and, and it's just, it's an excitement thing. You know what I mean? I think it's like chasing dopamine almost. Yeah. You know? That's that. Yeah. But, but so and you're correct. And when it, yeah. Whew. But how, how are you in regards to, let's say, uh, there's a skill set that you want that impulse wants. Right. And I, and I go back to like our first job out of college, right. We had these, remember those like WB does web-based training courses and you yeah, get, we worked a job and, and, uh, we were a call center. We we're taking tech tech support calls and not that there was a ton of time in between calls, but there was some time in between calls and they offered like free classes, basically yeah. web-based training classes, and it was like this whole catalog of classes. And I remember I was like, I'm not going to sit here 
waiting in between calls for the next call. You know what I mean? When I'm getting offered this this classes for free that basically if I take them, I could upskill my knowledge and get the heck out of this job because the job sucked. Yes, you know what I mean? So I was like, I'm going to do that. And so I went after it, man. Like I was just all about like busting out as many classes as I could learning as much as I could. I think that's when I learned like C sharp and stuff and like different programming languages. Cause like when we, this was, this was after college, right? Yeah. I think that job uh, yeah. was right after yeah. college. And so we had gotten through like the, the college training on software development. Yep. And it was like COBOL. <laughs> I'm like, that's not going to help <sighs> for my job. Let me go. Okay. So, so then when web-based based training came up, I'm like, I'm going to actually learn like .NET and the stuff that's actually relevant today, yeah. you know, because I don't think I can go get a job doing COBOL. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's a few, but uh, I wasn't. I Literally wasn't. probably three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I you're right. I I was like really eager to get that knowledge as fast as I could, and and I remember I think it was like after the first couple of weeks, I was like I took 43 classes last week, and you're like what? Yeah, well you used to make <laughs> wallpaper out of the certificates you could print it. It was all over right. your cube. Yeah, I decorated my yeah. cube walls with every certificate of every class yeah. I completed, and I was just trying to like fill the whole cube. Up. Well, it was funny to me because I was just like, what is happening? Like, and that was like. That was you demonstrating that you had no patience in regards to elevating from your current yeah. position, which is not a bad thing. I mean, that's not a bad thing, but there, I mean, they're to a certain level because it, it consumed you and you were, uh, you wanted to upskill and you want, well, you really wanted to stand out more than everybody else. That was, I mean, I've known you too long to, to ignore this. Yes, you wanted to upskill. There's no question. But you wanted, that's hence why you made wallpaper out of the certificates. And it worked. Like, everybody was, like, impressed to the point to where I was, like, I did the math. I'm all, okay, how fast is he doing these? Like, this is, where is he getting the time to do this? And so I'm going to try to do three of them at the rate that he's doing them or whatever. And however much time had gone by or whatever, I think you were averaging, like, three a day or something. And I'm like, I'm going to do three. I'm just going to do it. I got to see how he's doing this. The day ends. I'm like, I'm like 80% through the first one. How did he do that? Like I could not, to this <laughs> day, I can't make any sense of it. I'm like, I literally put every extra minute I had into trying to get through these courses. I can barely click yeah. through them fast enough. There was I, a, there was a difference between the way our brains work though. Um, I'm an idiot. And you're smart. No, that's <laughs> not where I was going with that. <laughs> I was going to say something fairly nice. Um, <laughs> you, you really like to understand the details like the every detail do, behind yeah. uh, how things work and the solutions. And I'm willing to accept them at face value. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's true. And so when somebody's just, when, when the, the lesson would be like, oh, in order to do this, you just do this and this, this and this, and then that does this. Well, I was okay with that. Okay, cool. You needed to know why yeah. that was the case. Always and you would like spend that. the extra time digging in and understanding why is this and then this make that. And yep. I would just accept it at face value and move on. And that was the difference between the speed, I think, that you're talking about. No, you're true. You're, you're true. You're right. Uh, you, you're right. But the interesting thing is it wasn't a stubbornness thing with me. It was more like, I'm not going to retain this unless I understand why. Yeah. That's how my brain works. Right. That's it, when we're doing. So when we do things, I'm not going to lock it in unless I can put it together. And when I can put it together, it's there forever. Not only is it there forever, I'll see a, I'll see a better way to do it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's how my brain works is that it, it, when yeah. I understand the why. Let's go back to, uh, la did we do last week's podcast was Obsession. We started with me doing that Rubik's Cube, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I had to I had to watch videos. I had to memorize those moves or whatever. And the whole time I was doing it, it was killing me because I'm like, I, I this is going to, I'm 
don't understand why you would do it like this. So my brain's like, just let it go, memorize it, memorize all the moves, all the patterns. There's like five different stages of getting a Rubik's cube and then do it over and over again. And it'll start to make sense. So now I can just kind of do it just by looking at the, at the cube. It's still not making sense to me. What this means is that if I don't do it every day for the next like month or whatever, I'm going to forget it. I'm going to forget because I don't see the why Mm -hmm. when I see the why it's locked in. So that's your right. So I guess that would explain why you're able to do it uh, so fast. But and also why I don't remember how to code anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'd. I'm sure I, I'd be curious. Yeah, I'd be okay, yeah, but, really fun, but yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't remember the exact syntax of a yeah. lot of things anymore. You know, it's been so, years now. Have you? So now, so here I am trying to because I go back in my life all the things I've had to wait for or exercise patience for, um, and I tell you. One of the most interesting would be my freshman year in high school was I, the people, I had to get very, 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 very good, very, very, very fast for that really elite position. We've talked about this before. The the people waiting for me to get good, they didn't have the patience for me. You know what I mean? And I'm still trying to learn how to hold hold the sticks and within Mm -hmm. four months become one of the greatest in the state, right? So they didn't have patience for me. And so you can imagine I had no patience for myself. That was a conundrum to work as hard as I was and still lack the patience for where I wanted to be. And patience is something that I think breaks down when internally there's a reality that you think you should already be at, but you're mm-hmm. not there for some reason you think that you should be there. And I think a lot of this, we've done uh, a podcast that is about comparison, how comparisons, the uh, thief of joy it's very, it's the kind of cousins of each other, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that they should be at a certain place because they compare themselves to others. Then there's this weird version where we should be at a certain place because we're comparing it to this reality we've made up in our head. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous to expect anybody to get that good that fast, right? That that was a ridiculous expectation, but I was a very young kid and the expectation was being put on me and the lack of patience with me was extraordinarily evident. Didn't matter how hard I was working. So I found myself in this space to where I didn't really have the luxury of being patient with myself. Mm-hmm. All I had was just to be frustrated with myself. That's it. That's all, That was all I was left with, right? So I think I learned a valuable lesson from that. And when it comes to something that I want in life or something I'm going for, Patience is, is not critical. It's everything, right? Look at, look at any sort of like fitness journey or, or a weight loss journey somebody's going through. Boy, I, I gotta tell you, dude, I, I can't say it enough. I am, I, my wife is just, I'm massively attracted to my wife. I always have been. She is such a looker and she's on this huge fitness kick and she's tracking all of her macros. She's reporting it to a coach. She's working out several times. Uh, well, many times a week, sometimes a couple times a day. Um, and I tell her all the time, like, it's like, I don't want to ruin her journey, but I'm like, you know what I, she's like, I know what you think of me. You know what I mean? She's like, this is more about me mm-hmm. and, uh, we're good. And, um, uh, I got to the point to where she was experiencing her own lack of patience. Cause she did her thing where she wakes up in the morning and she gets on the scale and she gets frustrated. And you know me, dude, you can't, the numbers, they don't, especially every day. Like you want to, you want the scale to mean something, take a measurement once every six months, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I was like, I'm going to throw that scale away. I'm going to throw it <laughs> away. Like it's make it like, cause it just like brings her down because she was just so struggling uh, to have patience with herself. And mm-hmm. it's like, you, you have to, it has to stop. Like you, you have to be a part of the journey. You can't be so fixated on what's at the end of the journey. If you do that, if you fit, if you, if you let that be your driver, that's okay. 
But if you're going to spend every day miserable that you're not at that end state during that journey, what are you doing? Yeah. The whole thing's a mess. Yeah. I, I hear that a lot too about people that like weigh themselves every day. It's it's it, like when they don't see the results as quickly as they were hoping for, it, it deters them from the journey. Yeah. And they just stop. Yeah. Right. And so I used to be that way too. Uh, me and your wife, we've talked about it before. Are a lot Very alike. similar. Yeah. And, and so anytime I was on some sort of like weight loss journey, I was like that. I was getting on the scale every single day. And um, and my wife would typically go on these journeys with me, you know, we just did them as a team and, um, she hated it because I would every day when I was, you know, when I was seeing success, I would tell her about it. And then if she didn't see that same success, it would make her feel like it's like, she's not doing enough or it's just not working or, yeah. or whatever. And just want to her to want to give up. And then the same time where, where I had days where I expected to see some progress and didn't. I was like the same thing. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not doing enough or or maybe this isn't working. I need to change things up. And it would just like drag me down. And I would think, oh, I don't need to. I'm, I'm doing this wrong or, or whatever. And so, yeah, you, you got to have patience with with that. And, and it's no more than that. You know, it's like the same thing as like learning process. You know, if you're, you're out to learn a new skill or yep. a trade or whatever, yep. and you're not going to get it overnight, you know. Uh, th- things take time, especially if you if you want to retain it, like you said, you want to like you taking time in those classes was going to be way more beneficial to you in the long in the long term than me blazing through just to print off certificates. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, how much of that did I actually retain? Probably not much because the information was coming in and going out as fast as you know it could. So, you know, it's a good thing to just have that have that patience and let things kind of sink in. And and not get so stressed out about them not happening overnight, you know. I, I wanted to bring up because I was thinking about it, like this this Hermitcraft thing. Let's go back to Hermitcraft, mm-hmm. right? You released episode three, and now it may be a little bit before episode four because you're dealing with what you're dealing with. Um, the pressure is not only you saying, "Oh, I feel like I should have this cadence that you've made up in your mind of releases." <laughs> yeah. But it's also seeing what other hermits are doing, you yeah. know what I mean? Like you release episode 3 and I have this too. I have this too and I'm not going through what you're going through. But I I release episode 3 and I and I look at the the subscription feed and I see so and so released episode 5. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, should I be going faster or What's wrong with me? Why am I so slow? You know what I mean? And, and I start to put that pressure on myself. But again, it's it's like those are our, we give ourselves those internal yes. pressures. Yes. Like, like, yes, obviously the viewers want more content. You know, that's great. I, and I'm happy for that. But are they going to care if you got a video out in five days versus eight days or vice versa? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't, I don't think it's going to matter too much. You know, they're just going to be happy that you're able to make content. And then... Uh, the content that you do make, if if you're stressed about it, if you're if you're kind of like rushing because you feel some sort of internal deadline, uh, it's not going to be as good. That, right. that means you probably didn't take as much time to edit to make sure all the clips were well thought out and and all that kind of stuff to really polish it the way that you usually would because you just rushed it for some fake deadline. Yeah, you know. And so I catch myself doing that when it comes to content creation over and over again. Is putting this. I, I I did it again. I I did it again. I had my first three episodes <clears throat> every five days. They were perfectly spaced every five days episode, and I was like, "Oh, this is my cadence. I'm gonna try to stick to that." <laughs> episode four. It's been five days. It's been six days, and I'm nowhere <laughs> close to being done. And I'm freaking out about it. Yeah. I'm stressed. I'm like, "What's what's going on?" You know? Oh well, 
I took yesterday off to go to the mall with my family, and that's okay. Yeah, that's I took way today, better than okay. I took today off to record this podcast, and then I'm going to go watch my daughter play volleyball. Yeah. And that's okay. Tomorrow I'll get back to it, and I'll get it done. You know, maybe maybe it'll come out on Tuesday, and yeah. that's seven days, eight days, something like that, and that's okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's where we have to, like, learn to accept the fact that things happen, and this is our lives, you know, and we need to understand how to balance it. We need to understand how to balance our time with our family, how to make sure we're taking care of things. I have a massive honey-do list, yeah. you know, uh, so many projects in the house that need done, and I barely chip away at them. And so I to take some time to do that and that meaning that my episode's going to be a day later than I wanted it to be, it's okay. Yeah. And that's where that's where the patience comes from is learning that it, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know what I mean? Right. To not have things when happen when you want them to happen. Yeah. Things happen, live your life, enjoy your life best you can, and things will fall into place. There's these pressures are mostly put on by our own brains. Yeah. No, you're right. Be, I, I, because when you see that like episode three comes out and you see other people with episode five, the brain goes, Hey, look, you failed. Like, right. it, like that's what it instant. Look, look, yep. you're, you're what, why is it? I, why have I convinced myself and I'm in some sort of race here? That's <laughs> their episode five. This was my episode three. That's it. Like yeah. that's, I mean, that's really all it is. So it's like this, it's not like this collective hermitcraft. Everybody here comes episode five. That's not how it works. It's yeah. just, we're all in this same world and we have these, really fun collaborations and we make videos. And when my episode four comes out, that's when Skiz's episode four came out. And I really am. Okay. I, I really am. I am fine with it. I just, my frustration was I didn't want to let the, 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 the hot iron cool down. That's it. Yeah. But also might have to be cool with that. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Just be fine with it. And, and, the, and the iron will cool down and it doesn't mean it can't get hot again. Right. You yes. Know what I mean, it like could get hot such again. Ebbs yeah. and flows to, everything yeah you know yeah it's easy to relate this to to youtube but um that's that's life you know what i mean we're all gonna have our our down times and we're all gonna have our up times and, yeah and we gotta be we you gotta take them both in you know take in the good with the bad um you know they they say like you, you don't enjoy the light without the dark you know that kind of stuff you've heard you've heard these kind of analogies before and it's kind of the same way like when when you're in a low like accept it for what it is take it in and that way, when you're at a high, you can accept that and take it in. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And and you feel it both yeah. ways. And and I think that's important. Like that's 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 new to me. That's that's new. I, I think it over the last couple of years, like this kind of mantra, this mentality is just finally I don't even want to say years. I, I, I this may have just been like in the past couple of months to where my brain's starting to change and I'm mm -hmm. starting to kind of chill a little bit. That's you good. know what I mean? Like, um, God, these these interviews that we're doing with these fantastic people, which which we will get back to some more interviews really soon. Don't worry, peeps, um, are teaching me a lot. You know, like like talking to B Dubs and just understanding um, uh, how he just accepts things for what they are mm -hmm. and just lives and just you know takes time when he needs to. Like, there's very little stress from what I can tell, and at least that's you know what he exudes. But um, I, I feel like that's what I needed to hear. You know what I mean? To just to be able to understand, like, it's OK to to have lows and it's OK to have highs, you know, and everywhere in between and just be be cool. Just be be be, you know, just just accept it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. just enjoy it. But either way. Yeah. Would it be nice 
to be able to strike as hard as you can every time the iron's hot and whatever opportunities present themselves for your entire life? Sure. Is it possible? The answer is no. It's not no. possible to always be able to strike as hard as you can when the iron's hot. It's not a thing because life happens. So if that's the case, then what is the point in feeling frustrated when it doesn't work out? If we're willing, if we're willing to uh, accept the logic that there's no way we could have a hundred percent success on striking when the iron's hot, when opportunity presents itself, then why, when it presents itself and you can't strike, why do we get frustrated? We just said we understand that it can't always happen. See what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that's what's happening in my mind. This is the that's what I mean when I say that I think this is good for me. Is because five days ago, I'm I I'm not gonna lie, I was very frustrated, like really frustrated, yeah. like, like sort of, um, sort of, sort of like the, uh, the irrational frustration where you kind of look up in the sky and go, really? Come mm -hmm. on, man. You know what I mean? But I'm like, no, 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 no. Hold on. And I realized this could just be so much worse. It's unreal. Like so much worse. Yeah. It's unreal. So I'm, 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 I feel, I will tell you, I'm in a lot of pain, physical pain right now, but I feel fine. Like I, like my, I think my head is starting to get right. And so. That's that to me is is exercising patience for the situation and exercising uh, patience with myself. And when I come back, I come back. Mm -hmm. And and you know what? Let, let me double down this as well. Like I said, the hermits. I say this all the time. Like when people when you're working at a job and things are not right, sometimes when people wrong you, they did you a huge favor, right? So uh, I like it was. I don't remember. It was someone. It was. It was a family member. I, I do remember. I don't want to say who it was, but it was a family member working for a organization that was mistreating them, right? And they kept talking about it and talking. I'm like, and I told them like they're doing you a huge favor. They're broadcasting that you don't want to work there anymore. They're like they're just they're telling you you don't want to be here. Like so, just leave. This is miserable. So the hermits were so wonderful about like this and take all the time you want. If the hermits came out and said, it doesn't matter that you're sick, you need to produce. Not one person <laughs> did this. You need to produce. You got to, you got to muscle through this. I'd have been like, okay, well, this server's not for me. You know what I mean? Like that's what would have happened, but that's not what happened. It was the exact opposite mm -hmm. from every single person. And so it was just like, dude, take all the time you need. And so that was, that was a big deal. So I really feel like I'm getting balanced. I feel like my head is right. Um, and, and I feel like there's a lesson here for myself in regards to exercising patience for myself, but let's, let's migrate this conversation and to having patience with others. Cause that's a very, very <laughs> different beast and also very healthy. You, you either have tremendous patience for others or you hide the fact that you don't well. And I don't know exactly which one it is. There's like 20 probably holes in the wall in my closet <laughs> that I just, you know, no, there is every not. time I get frustrated with <laughs> No, listen. No, I no. I'm I'm fine. I I think what it is when it comes to others is, um, I I I I feel like I have a good understanding that everybody has their own. I'm gonna say it. Everybody has their own shit going on. Yeah. You know what I mean. And you gotta you gotta understand that. Uh, you know, otherwise you will get frustrated when when people are late, when they don't do what they said they were gonna do, whatever. Like everybody's dealing with something. Yeah. And if you can kind of have that compassion for that, you know, I think it really helps when things don't go your way in regards to somebody doing something that, that you wanted them to do or yes. you're hoping they would do. You know, and this comes to animals and stuff like, you know, with animals, it's, it's kind of easy. 
well, they're animals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a there's they're they're go, they're doing things on their own instincts. Your dog chews up the bed because it's got that instinct to do so. It needs it's got that that pent up energy and it needs to take it out on something. Yeah. And it's tearing up this bed. And that made it feel better. You know? Yeah, you paid money and now you gotta clean up a mess and now I gotta go buy another bed that it's gonna tear up. But they're just doing what they do. Yeah. You know? And if you can accept that, um, then then you don't start to to internalize it yourself, you know? It's like, okay, <laughs> let's talk about today. Uh, you came you were like fifteen minutes late, you know. Hey, it's like be here at eight. You're eight fifteen. Yeah. You know, I, I texted you. I was like, "Hey, are you okay?" Because everything is going on. I thought, yeah. well, maybe maybe you couldn't get out of bed. And was I frustrated that you were late? No, Skiz has got shingles. It's fine. Like, so you're late. Who cares? You know, like I tried. To, I tried. Got moving so early. I, I know. Yeah, and I'm so not. Slow. I'm not trying to throw you under the bus. I'm, what I'm saying is like. It would have been easy to get frustrated because for me internally, like I hate being late. We've talked about this. I hate being late to stuff. So for me, I'm like, you know, I start to, oh, we're gonna be late. All the, all the uh, we do the the three PGS. We do a, a private stream for our Glimpse supporters before the podcast. And I was like, oh, oh man, we're gonna be late for them. And then I was like, well, no, if he's not here yet, I'll just start without him. It's not, like, you know what I mean? Like you start to like go through these things to where it's like, you don't have to make every every molehill mountain. You know yeah. what I mean? And then if you can like rationalize a little bit and realize, yeah, of course he's late. He's got shingles. Like it's hard for him to move right now. The fact that he's even here today, I should be grateful that, you know, and somewhat worried. But <laughs> but like I, I that's that's when it's like easy to to accept stuff, you know, when you start to understand that that there's reasons why things happen. There's reasons why people are doing the things that they're doing or not doing the things that you want them to do or whatever, because they have their own shit going on. Yeah. Now we're going to have to put a, a asterisk <laughs> on the, the podcast because <laughs> we, we cussed, but um, I did, we. which is not me. Uh, not usual. <laughs> anyway. So I, I don't know. That's, that's what I try to keep in mind. I'm not perfect. I, I, I have my moments where it builds up, you know, it's like, human. like, yeah, but I, I do understand that like we all operate on at dif different frequencies and and it's okay if somebody's not operating on the same frequency as me. Yeah. You know? I, I, I think that I think uh that patience and expectation go hand in hand. Is is it just like when you expect when you have ha having to have patience with yourself means that you think your reality is supposed to be in a different place. And having patience with others is sometimes when you believe that their reality needs to be in a different place. And uh, case in point, right? And I, you, you use the word compassion. I think that's huge. You go to the grocery store. I like to do self-checkout. Um, I, I just, I like to do self-checkout. You go to the grocery store and you wait in a little line and you're waiting for it. And typically there's six registers, right? Three on the left, three on the right. And they have one worker there to address either technical issues with the self-checkout machines or somebody bought liquor and they need to check their ID, whatever, right? So you have one person that's there to man that. Now, when... Uh, they need to address one of them. They're a little a light bl blinks red on top, red or orange on top of that machine, and their job is to notice the light and go do it. Okay. So let's pretend you went to the store, you got your stuff, you have a handful of items, you're waiting in line, and you can see that somebody's light turned on, and and now you're now that's you're just waiting for this line to clear clear up, but somebody's light turned on, and you can see the worker is not paying attention. Okay. And they're sitting there and they've zoned out or whatever. This is this is how my brain works. And you're like, I'm not going to go up to them and be like, hey, look, this light's on. 
just let him, this is okay. If it costs another minute of my life, that's okay. Mm -hmm. And you sit there and you watch, and then another light turns on. And you realize this person is very much not paying attention. And then all of a sudden they pay attention and they get going and they do the whole thing. And you're fine. They see it and they get busy. Well, some people will see that. And I've seen this before. Now here, now you're ready for where I don't have patience. I don't have patience for people treating people poorly. Yeah. So, so you'll see that in some people, some people will get vocal about it. And typically this is the weird part. It's typically like the more elderly, the more inclined they are to treat others poorly. Not all elderly. I'm not saying that, but, but, <laughs> but some, and they so will be, all the grumpy old men under the bus. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Not, not by a long shot, but uh, they'll be like, hello, hello. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like how, how difficult it is to go up and say, excuse me, can you come? I mean, how hard is that? Right. So I find myself uh, having a lot because you have no idea. This worker may have just gone through uh, some serious loss. Uh, they there may be um, they may have just gotten reprimanded for something completely different. This could be their first day on the job, and they're kind of overwhelmed with all the different. Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. This is a person, man. Right. This is a person who's probably going through their own stuff, and we we are, are or 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 they just might be a terrible employee. That might be the case. We have to also entertain that yeah. that possibility, but. What's evident is there's no reason to treat them less than. There's no reason to treat them poorly. So not only do I find myself, it's very easy for me to exercise patience with the employee. I find myself almost trying to find a place to exercise patience for the person who just pissed me off because they treated that person poorly. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is what I I've, I feel like I've just always been that way. You know, when I was a young kid. My brother and I got in an argument because we were at a, a restaurant. I must have been 14 or something. And and so he was very rude to a worker there. Now, it was it's, it did seem like there was a decent amount of, like, neglect or whatever. And I'm not justifying what he said. But he was, like, over the top. And I'm like, why? You're 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 acting like a dick. You know what I mean? I'm like, you're being a bad person. Two asterisks now. Yeah, three. And, uh, and I said, you're being a bad person right now. And he's like, no, dude. He's like, they need to hear that. He, now, this is where he tries to justify it away. Mm. They need to hear this, right? Because it's only a matter of time before it makes it to management. And then now it's going to be like, it's time to fix it. I'm like, well, is that really your intention? It's not. Mm-hmm. You're being a jerk. That's what you're not. You're, it's not like you have this yeah. invested interest in this restaurant doing well. This That's not what it is. You're just, you're just being awful, you know? Yeah. And so that was like I, I feel like at a young age I've been able to pick that up and always demonstrate compassion for others. And I think I think that I find myself in a place to where I have been able to exercise patience for others. However, there is a realm that I don't I, I don't I don't think I'll ever be able to do it. I don't when people are awful to other people, like awful to other people. Yeah. Awful. I have zero patience for that. I, I feel that too, man. Like uh I was just at the store the other day, self checkout as well, and it was a long line. Like there was just, I don't know, it was just a really long line. So all of us were waiting a long time. And at this particular self checkout, there's only two out of the six machines that accept cash. Um, and so if anybody needs to get cash, then you kind of have to wait for that specific machine or those two specific machines to open up or or get lucky, right? And so finally, one of the machines opens up for the guy in front of me. And it's, it's one of the cash or card machines. And he's been waiting for 10 minutes. You know, like we've been, we had to have some patience that day. Yeah. <laughs> and so he turns around to the line and there's 10, like 10 people in line. And he's like, he's like, so the, the cash machine just opened up. If anybody is having to pay in cash, go ahead and, and, and skip and, and go. And 
so he's like he's like you know I'm like no I'm card and and person behind him like no card and and so and then the person behind them was like yeah it's cash or card just use it and was like really rude to him <laughs> and I was so that like really pissed me off yes dude because here's this guy who had just waited and was willing to wait even longer just to make sure that if somebody was playing cash they weren't going to come into any sort of problem and have to wait even longer themselves and wait for that machine to open if he's willing to give up his turn for somebody else because it was a cash or card machine and this person was like super rude to him like he was stupid and i wanted to be like i wanted to and i didn't because <laughs> i I'm, I'm you know i didn't want to start confrontational i'm not confrontational right. but i wanted to turn and be like the dude's just trying to be nice. Why are you rude to him? You yeah. know what I mean? That's what my brain was like wanting to say, and I, but I didn't want to start a fight. And and so I was like, yeah, dude, it's okay. Just use it, you know? And and so he went and used it. And at the same time, I'm thinking, is this guy going to do that again ever? Now that that's how he was treated for trying to do the right thing, right. trying to be a nice guy. He gets crapped on from somebody in So line. annoying. And, and like, what's wrong with that person? Why did they have to do that? Why did they have to call him out like he was stupid? He was trying to be nice. You know, and so yeah, I get I get kind of frustrated, but at the same time, I think there I had to you know by not reacting, you know, not only is it because I'm not confrontational, but also because you know, okay, let me have some patience and analyze what were they thinking, what was he thinking, you know what I mean? Like maybe, like I said, everybody's got their own stuff going on, you know, maybe they were having a bad day. This person that called him out was having a bad day and just wanted the line to move, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, like let's not stop halt production halt the progress of people going to these machines to ask if somebody's going to pay cash just go use it and let's move on with our you know what i mean maybe they were in a rush you know what i mean yeah. like you we talked about this too you know like somebody cuts you off you know in traffic you know they're going real fast they cut you off well they probably have to poop yeah yeah you know that's, what I mean? what I, that's like my, you're running joke yeah that so, person has so, to poop. <laughs> so you start to like you can kind of like get a different perspective yeah. on on things that kind of help settle you down when your initial reaction as a human and that's fine is to kind of get a little upset when people do stuff like that but but to then change your perspective and be like okay well maybe there's more going on than than i know yeah it, it's it's a little easier to have that patience and and be understanding and be forgiving of people when they do things that you may not particularly yeah. agree with you know you know but anytime that there's somebody who works in uh any sort of job that's sort of a service right which working in a grocery store is you're doing something for somebody else like mm -hmm. like like directly for somebody else uh that's where i i need to work on myself because when people treat those people poorly i get i don't like it i don't mm -hmm. like it and I, I i wish i could remember i wish i could remember the details of this but like several months ago i was uh at the grocery store i wasn't buying much and i actually went through a regular line boy i tell you i sure wish i could remember the details but the bottom line is this the person in front of me was treating the cashier very poorly. And it was, I, I don't remember the details, but it was, it was something just so ridiculous. And and it was so she was complaining about something that was, if you used your brain for two seconds, you'd realize the cashier has no sphere of influence over the issue you're experiencing <laughs> here. If you want to report something, that's one thing, but to treat another human poorly is very, very different. And it's a testament to who you are. And I'm getting, I'm getting like visibly upset that they're doing this. And my brain's just like, you're just going to make it worse, man. You're going to make it worse. If you squash this person right here, you're going to make it worse. Just stop. Just let this thing ride out. But then they let, they were, I let it ride out. But the cashier, she was clearly deflated uh, and I hated that. So I'm yeah. like, well, maybe I can do something about this. So I decided, <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were with me because you would have been so uncomfortable. 
I decided I'm going to complain about the very same thing that this person was just complaining about. And, and it's going to shock this cashier for a second. Then it's going to become evident I'm becoming a caricature of what I just witnessed. And I'm going to be, I'm going to look like the biggest dumbass because I'm going to, I'm going to complain. I'm going to be over the top and I'm going to make it that, I'm going to be like, I cannot believe that you did not fix this problem. And then they got it. Oh, you're making fun of the person that yeah. just did this. And I leaned into this role and this act and just put on a show and they started cracking up and they realized. So I made them smile. I made them laugh. But more than that, I also let them know that you're not alone. That was stupid. And I'm so yeah. sorry you had to be on the receiving end of that. You're not alone in this. We all, all of us whose hearts and minds are working, we saw how how garbage that was. You know what I mean? So like that was like that was my best way to do it, but I I still had <laughs> I wanted to do something to that person, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and and what would have happened if that person were, was walking away, heard you, stopped, turned around and witnessed you basically mocking them? I think I would have been 100% fine with it. Yeah. 100% fine. And and that was uh, and, you know, uh, there may be a part of me that was subconsciously louder than I needed to be hoping that might happen. And that's not mature. You know what I mean? And and, and I understand that. But I was also like, I just I, right now I don't care. I'm very upset yeah. because it was hard for me not to be like, hey, hey, why don't you stop flapping your 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 gums in the wind for a second and <laughs> and entertain the fact. Do you really think this cashier made the decision you're complaining about? Like, this is what I wanted to do. Like, like use your brain because mm -hmm. this is what I don't have patience for. Mm -hmm. And I've got, I got to maybe, I would say I got to work on that. And I think I do, but I'm, I'm not too concerned about it because I don't like those people. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have patience for other people's idiocracy. Right. I, but, but specifically when it relates to them treating others poorly. Yeah. Like it has okay, very much to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're, you know, the world's full of idiots. So. Yeah, it is. I'm one of them. I'm <laughs> yeah, one of them. But, yeah, exactly. We, we have our moments. But for mistreating sure. others is a very deliberate action. Now, can you accidentally offend somebody of course there's something there yeah. but but there's there's that's different than watching somebody who like grabs the reins of being awful to another person and just rides it home that's mm -hmm. like that's that's different and and so uh, that's something to where i don't know uh, that'll be bottom of my totem pole in regards to patience that i want to work on is is that piece i think i'm gonna be okay with fair enough not being super if people patient being nasty to other people that don't deserve it i agree i don't i, like I agree it. i don't uh, you know and there's a there's a point of being too patient and just being bystander apathy as well you know and yeah and just letting things go and uh, but you know obviously the hey, other the other side you, know, you got to be careful because the other side is like to to go fight them well <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? like, yeah like that like you said is not the most mature thing to do violence is never the answer but um yeah know, i'm not gonna do that i mean but sometimes yeah. you also got to realize like okay am i gonna actually educate them you know that person that was being an idiot right um monkey's gonna fling poo that's You're right. never going to stop it. Right. You know what I mean? So you got to kind of like, that's where it's like, okay, I got to understand. I got to try to understand what that person, like what their perspective might be, but also like, also got to pick your battles. You know what I mean? Like you got to choose, yeah. choose when it's, uh, it's okay to, to not be, <laughs> let that go. And when it is, you know, yeah. Their, but their perspective is they're the main player. Yeah. They're the main player in this world. The whole planet revolves around that's that. correct, and, and so that, that yeah. and so that's why. But I don't know. That's that's something you're going to change in most people. You know? I agree. You know, I'm agreeing with you. There's yeah. there's there's probably not a whole lot I could say that to where they'd be like, you're right. But maybe I'm wrong, dude. Maybe what if let's just what if I had, and this is a, this is almost like, oh boy, this is interesting. This is like exercising a lack of patience in a diplomatic way. What if I had said to him, "Can you hold on for a second? What if I wasn't over the top? What if mm -hmm. I said? You have to know that this cashier has nothing to do with that decision. If you want to file a complaint, that's one thing, but you're raising your voice at her. 
who she's she's probably on hour seven of her eight hour shift, standing on her feet doing this job, and you're berating her for a decision that's out of her control. Do you understand that? Maybe there's a chance that some of them would be like, I I'm so sorry. You know, what? Right. maybe it may be. Maybe that's what I need to do is think about splitting the difference. Maybe there is a way to engage yeah. them, but do it diplomatically. Yeah, if you could do it diplomatically and they and they didn't then get even more, you know, you know, they get like you, some people you 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 point out their what they're doing wrong and they and they get defensive, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you if you are like coming back and being like very diplomatic, very logical and just and just kind of like laying it out for them and they get defensive, then you know, then there's monkey flinging poo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if they're willing to take it in and be like, you know, and, and go through everything you just said and be like, oh, you're you're right. Now maybe you made them a better person. You know, at least yeah, in that it at, could be. for that instance. So yeah, it's 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 tough. You also gotta be comfortable with the fact that you could be you could be getting into a confrontation. Sure. Because people just can't can't be wrong. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yep. Like that that's a that's a big problem. You have to have an exit plan. Yeah. Exactly. Like you, you you'd have to if you wanted to engage and I'm not encouraging anybody to engage in this manner, but if you wanted to, you need to have an exit plan. And you gotta have a high level of confidence that you're going to be able to yourself engage in a rational yeah. and uh and keep emotions out kind of a conversation to where uh some sort of defense that they have isn't gonna now get you defensive and, right. and raised to a level that that doesn't need to be raised to. Like you gotta you gotta have a moment of zen. No, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I think you're situations. nailing it. I think you're nailing it is that if you want to play in the playground of diplomacy, you better be sure that you're dressed accordingly. You know what I mean? You better if you want to be in that realm, don't pretend to be in there. Be in there yeah. all the way. Yeah, you gotta have you the confidence. They can't you need they can't say anything that's gonna set you off. Nothing. Right. Yep. They can't you can't I'm with you. There has to be like like that's what I'm saying, like have your exit plan. If they start to be accepting, then find a way to work the conversation to an end and we're all peaceful. If they come at you, then you need to be ready to put your your palms up and say, Okay, sorry, just thought I'd share my two cents, didn't mean to offend you and and, right. and back up. Now if they physically come at you, then that's a whole different ballgame. But yeah, but that's but no, I, I'm with you. You gotta. <laughs> you're absolutely right. Have this. Hey, why don't you be cool, man? This is not her job. And I'm like, why don't you mind your own business? And you're like, you know what? F you, man. It's just yeah. like yeah, completely. Yeah, that's how a lot of that, that escalates. So, yeah, yeah. And that's not going to help anyone. No, that's know, no good because they're not going to learn a thing from it. And no. In the end, you're both going to feel. Well, maybe maybe some. Some soreness of fist fights or, soreness or whatever. On my, or, these two or knuckles. You land no, yourself in uh, <laughs> land yourself in prison. Uh, <laughs> prison for one fight. Uh, jail for the night. Never maybe. know. Never yeah. know, man. I, you see things go go south a lot when when people's tempers get involved. But uh, the whole point is just to to try to maintain yours. You know what I mean? Maintain your maintain your your temper. Your 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 patience with people best you can unless they're unless they're doing really bad stuff you know yeah. hurting people you know whether mentally or physically you know or, or just you know being awful people you know that that's not that's not something i would promote like putting up with but also got to be cool and not get involved in things you, you don't you, you're not going to be able to uh solve right you know you and I went to school with a guy, probably one of the most deadly people we've ever met. I mean, we may have talked about him. I on this thought podcast. about bringing that story up in the middle of this too. Yeah, yeah. He, he um, this guy was double black belt or something crazy. Like uh, he was like he was well, he was a sensei. He had his own yeah. dojo, but he was also like the most clean cut, nicest guy. You you would never ever ever think for a second there was anything threatening about him. But when you learned about what he actually was, you're like, what? He had tremendous patience with people. 
And he would talk about how uh, one of the things that he would discuss is if you're at a bar and somebody takes a liking to you, I know we've talked about this. The best thing you do is pay your check and leave, right? There, don't, don't try to be diplomatic with mm-hmm. them. Don't do that. Just leave. Just exit. That person is looking for a target and just don't be that target. That's it, right? Well, I think about that and there's a certain degree to where it's like if you leave and they follow you and they pursue you, now, now you may not have any choice but to engage, right? You can't just mm-hmm. run 10 miles away from this person. If you're pursued, uh, you might not, not have a choice. I had a buddy of mine who actually was a really nice guy and very, very muscular. Um, this boy, we're going back decades. And um, also really patient with people. Nice guy. But his patience had limits because he's human. Mm-hmm. And somebody, I honestly, hearing the story, I believe him the way he told it. I just one of those things where I'm like, I don't think he made any of that up. I think that he's a very good looking guy. He was very built. And I think that he was a threat to other, you know, terrible guys. And somebody took a liking to him and they just wanted to, they wanted to fight him. And he was just out to have a good time. He's at a club and he was like, I don't want to fight. Like, I'm not a fighter. I'm not, I don't even know who you are, you know? And mm-hmm. this guy just kept pressing him, pressing him, pressing him. Now my guy is starting to lose his patience, as is to be expected. What the guy who we went to college with would have said was, listen, I know you wanted to go out for a party, but why don't you just leave? You know what I mean? This is this, you know how rare this is. Why don't you just go to another club or call in a night? That's what he would have said. Knowing that if like, if I, if I wanted to, I could destroy this guy in seconds. You know what I mean? Like, but just why don't you just leave? But he was just like, I'm not, he didn't want to leave. He was there and this guy just would not let up, dude. And now this guy's physically poking him in the chest. Like pop, pop, like, Mm -hmm. like just really trying. I mean, you want to talk about poking the bear and the patients ran thin and my, my, my boy, my boy took care of him and he, and he hit him one time, one time. And he was in courts for like the next six years being, being sued over that. Now, first of all, I'll tell you what I really have a lack of patience with is the justice system, but that's another tale. Uh, this was a situation where it was like, dude, you you must be joking. Like the amount of witnesses that were there that were saying, dude, all he did was put his hands up. He didn't, he wanted no part of this. The guy would not stop poking him and invading his space. And he defended himself. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is it was a poke. So that did not justify, you know, getting punched or whatever. Mm-hmm. And some people might agree with that. I happen to not necessarily so, because this is a, a poke can turn into something very different, very fast. And he took care of it. One swing, one swing, and years of going to court over that. So, like, let wow. that, let that, like, resonate within you. You're absolutely right. Is that how quick you can make things so much worse if you do not exercise your patience at its highest? Because sometimes, dude, uh, demonstrating patience is going to be a lot easier in certain circumstances than it is in others. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, pick your battles. Yeah. That's what I was saying. You gotta, you gotta, like, really assess. The situations as they come and sometimes like these things like things happen so fast you know that yeah. our brains have to do all these calculations and figure out yeah. all these things all at once and we're not always going to get it right you yeah. know what i mean yeah uh, but we just got to do the best we can and that's human nature you know just do the best we can just do the best you can and just be cool this is the, be the, cool the, just, man just be are you cool <laughs> like, are you cool just be cool. Here. Just be, <laughs> just, everybody just, just be, be cool, cool man okay <laughs> you find yourself in this spot where you're like what just just be cool man. <laughs> no really just like like this when it comes down to it and you feel that moment pump the brakes and think yeah just pump the brakes and think i'm having to do it here even with the getting sick thing you know what I mean? Let me just let me just pump the brakes and really digest yeah. what this is. Because your initial reaction was to be mad at the world, yep. uh, the universe for doing this to you at this time, and 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 then you realize, you know what? It's it's nobody's fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
you can blame yourself and and yeah there might have been some triggers that could have potentially be avoided but ultimately no yeah it's nobody's fault it's nobody's you fault. know it's and, a, and that's uh, and most things are that way it's out of my control right now what's in my control is kind of how quickly i get better i could wreck that and i'm not i'm heeding the advice of many people i'm relaxing to the best of my abilities Play some i poker i you know what i i playing some uh well no not playing no? Any poker no because i don't i was my brothers invited me last night, and I wanted to. I'm like, oh. I don't want to go. I don't want to okay. physically go anywhere. Right. Sit in a chair where I'm going to be squirming the I whole time. Play a little online <laughs> poker, or something. yeah. Kicking back, relaxing. Uh, oh, online, yeah, yeah. I did a little bit of that. Actually, did actually I did. Uh, you mentioned that I came in. You should know by now. I'm plugged into the Matrix. Would you know I was playing poker? No, I did. How did? Why you did know I bring that? it up? How did you know that? Because I, I'm I'm in the Matrix, bro. Okay, did a show on Discord or something mm-hmm. sure that I was playing poker? Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, you should also stay off porn. No, shut up. I'm just up. kidding. I'm shut just kidding. Up. I'm just, it's a total joke. Total no, joke. I jumped into a, uh, a <laughs> tournament. It was like 276 people in a tournament. I got 15th place, nice. which isn't terrible. <laughs> however, however, I think I could have done better. But when it got down to like the last like 20 or whatever. Now, I did take a lot of bad beats towards the end, but I started to get really like the pain... I was like getting like squirming. Oh, no. and I'm like, I'm just gonna rush this. I don't even care because what's not real anyways. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just gonna rush it. So I was kind of out quickly. But you took some time. Like, like yeah. that's that's a fun little hobby. It's you know, like it, you, yeah, yeah. you need to take some time to yourself. And and however, uh, you can find you know some a, a way to ease the pain to get your mind off it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's fine. That's totally fine. So yeah, take care of yourself, man. I will. I want you back to 100%. I'm coming back. Because if you miss another week of Hermitcraft, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> Not cool, man. Yeah, no, you know, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, got in a jokey mood there at the end. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you all be patient with yourselves as well. Find a way to exercise patience with yourselves. Pump the brakes. Think it through. And uh, when you see the, the, the injustices in the world as well, or when somebody upsets you, actually ask yourself, do I treat others poorly because... Uh, they're not in the reality that I think that they should be in from a service standpoint or whatever. Just pump the brakes and think. Yeah. And as you end all your streams, you say, be good, be good to each other. <laughs> That's there good. It is. That was good. good. Took you a second. It really did. <laughs> it did.